Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. I'm your host, Matthew McDill, and we have as our co-host again, Rhonda Marshall. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How about you? Good. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, we have an exciting show planned for you today. So in our homeschool news today, new research has just been released on child abuse and education. This headline is from the National Home Education Research Institute, and it is the study on child abuse and neglect and homeschooling dispels the conventionally held views. So that'll be a great one to hear. Um, In our homeschool conversations today, we'll hear an interview with Rebecca Spooner and her son, Caleb. Um, Rebecca was one of our featured speakers at this past year's Thrive Conference. Um, And we'll also meet an NCHE liaison, Jennifer Smith. I'm excited for that one. And our homeschool tip of the week. We have a tip for those of you who have shipped your kids off to college recently. It's that time of year. Parenting adult children. It's not for the faint of heart, is it? Yeah, that's right. It's a different season. It is a different season. to think different ways. That's right. Okay, so let's give some context to this study on abuse, child abuse and education. One of the reasons this has become so important is because those who are trying to bring stricter regulation on home education mm-hmm. are using the the reasoning that we need to protect the children. Right. Okay. And so the idea is there's this there's this um, su- suspicion, right, mm-hmm. that since the kids are at home and they're not at school where other people can observe them as much, they're being abused. So we have to protect them and we have to regulate home education. So that's one of the reasons why the study was initiated to find this out. The title, again, Study on Child Abuse and Neglect and Homeschooling Dispels Conventionally Held Views. So I'm going to read uh, some portions from the National Home Education Research Institute's website. A new study on child abuse and neglect and homeschooling dispels conventionally held views. Scholars, policymakers, and special interest groups have had heated debates during the last few years regarding whether there is more abuse and neglect of public school, private school, or homeschool students. The claims and allegations have often flown too fast and too loosely. But nationally, representative evidence has been lacking to inform the discussion. Data collection during schooling age uh, poses several constraints, and school-aged children may underreport incidents due to fear. Dr. Mm-hmm. Brian Ray and Dr. M. Danish Shaquille present a nationally representative survey of adults who were previously homeschooled or conventionally schooled. In this groundbreaking study, cross-sectional findings suggest that school sector is a non-issue after considering the role played by demographics. That is, child abuse and neglect are significantly associated with family structure, years in foster care, large family size, and household poverty. Homeschooling and child abuse is not the issue. And conventional school and child abuse is not the issue. Rather, demographics are the key to explaining the differences. If anything, the weak incidences of child abuse among homeschoolers are not related to family, but with school and community. That is, the maltreatment is not happening at home and within the family, but by others at places and activities such as at co-ops, part-time classes at public school or private school, uh, museums, sports activities, music lessons, scouts, church, synagogue, playgroup. Policymakers should keep in mind that school sector, which is uh, conventional school compared to homeschool, 
is an unimportant variable in child abuse and neglect. When compared to student demographics, policymakers should rely on empirical and representative evidence and consider how to reduce abuse and neglect. And we'll have the link to that article and to the official release of that study uh, in our show notes so that you can check it out. So um, once again, as he said, policymakers should keep this in mind. And here's, here's the bottom line. You can't use this as an excuse to regulate homeschool more severely because there's no evidence that there's any more abuse or neglect in homeschooling. Right, which that's great. That's right. Right. Well, let's move on to our homeschool conversation. This week, Matthew had a conversation with Rebecca Spooner and her son, Caleb. You may remember that Rebecca is an author, speaker, and creator of Gather Round Homeschool Curriculum. So let's listen to her. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're at the 2022 Thrive NCHC Homeschool Conference, and we're so uh, happy especially to be here with Rebecca Spooner and Caleb Spooner. And Rebecca is one of our featured speakers right? And have your workshops been going pretty well so far? Oh, they've been great. Do you have a favorite? My favorite is the one coming next. Okay. What is that one? That's uh, homeschooling the child you have, not the child you want them to be. Okay. The child you have, not the one. And so give us the 22nd, you know, what's the most important part of that? We call this the Malachi session. It's all about my middle child and the ones that don't fit in the box. And so I share just some of the wild, crazy things he's done. And, uh, and yeah, just what God has taught us about seeing our kids' actual identities and helping that flourish rather than trying to fit them into what we think they should be. <laughs> right. So do you have a Caleb session? I don't, no. But we got to get one of those. We gotta I get. <laughs> I talk, I just, he's my guinea pig. <laughs> I just did a workshop and Nathaniel, my son, was sitting in there. He's 16 and half my illustrations were about Nathaniel. So that turned into the Nathaniel workshop. So what do you enjoy about homeschooling, Caleb? Well, I really like like the flexibility with homeschooling. You can go to like a pool and do some homeschooling, you know? <laughs> That's PJs. a good place to do homeschool. Yeah. I PJs, love it. Yeah. PJs. Yeah. Um, I also like being able to do school as a family. Like you really learn about your family, your mom and dad. It's like we're, we're growing in the relationship together with, mm-hmm. and doing homeschool. And also, I like I like pursuing my interests. You know, being creative with doing homeschooling—that's really a big part of doing homeschooling. Yeah. Do you ha- have one of one of your interests you can share with us? Something you like to um, really study like, or do? I'm interested in geography. You know, seeing the world. Okay. I want to see the world. That's what I want to do. So I guess being on the road is helpful. Exactly. You guys are. It's been great. Living on the road together, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been super a good family great. experience. Mm-hmm. It's a great family experience. Highly recommended if you want to grow closer together by uh, seeing each other's true colors. <laughs> right. Good. Well, we want to thank you so much for being at the conference and yeah. for speaking. I hope people will check out Gather Around Homeschooling, right? Yes. Yeah. You guys have a booth here. I hope you're we having do. lots of people yeah. come by. It's yeah. been good. Lots That's of good. new homeschoolers. There's lots of new homeschoolers. Yeah. So. so what's the word for the new homeschooler? Oh, no striving. That it's okay that you're going to be able to get through this and that things will come and give yourself time to enjoy the journey. It's yep. going to be hard. Yeah. You're going to mess up. Yeah. Just keep going. There's going to be gaps. Yeah. But it's okay. God's going to fill in the gaps. And and I've just seen him be so faithful to our kids. And trust me, I mean, he could tell you, I've got many gaps. So he's he's been faithful. And, and that's the thing. I think we're just going to rest in that. That's great. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks for being here, guys, and sharing. Thanks for having us. All right, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was great. Yeah, very encouraging. God is faithful. Mm-hmm. God is going to be with you every step of the way. That's right. Um, was there anything that really struck you in that besides that? Uh, the don't fit them in the box. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't right. Them in the box. And that that goes back to what you shared last week about just the individualization of this child is not going to be like this child and they cannot be schooled in the same way or raised in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be flexible. Yeah, ready that's to the adapt. beauty of homeschooling, mm-hmm. that we have that freedom to that's right. do what's best for our kids. Well, we in this part of our show, we'd also like to introduce you to another NCHE board member. This is one of our regional liaisons, Jennifer Smith, and TSN's had the opportunity to talk with her at the conference. So let's listen to that. That's it. Well, hi, Jennifer. Thank you for sitting and talking with me today. Um, so introduce who you are, because you are a liaison here at NCHE. So what is your region, um, and what is your role as a liaison? All right, so I am in Region 6, but I'm still learning my eight counties. So somewhere next to, uh, like, east of Charlotte and Stanley County, where I live. Okay. And then it it reaches all the way up kind of into the north. So I go kind of skirt by Pinehurst, Sanford, and I go up into Chatham County by Chapel Hill. Okay. Uh, You know, it's kind of, I I do the cities better than the counties. Okay. And as a liaison, I'm just the connection between, like, the whole state and all the homes of families. You know, like, so the individual families, I talked to a lot of them today, and it was really fun. Awesome. And so, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. And just okay. kind of connecting them to what they need. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, how have you found being in this role? Do you feel like it's impacted your own homeschooling? Um, or how do you feel like your homeschooling has helped you in this role? Uh, well, I'll start with how I think it's helped me in this role. Okay. Because, you know, having the experience I do, now I've been a homeschooling mom for almost eight years. Wow. Okay. And so, like, you know, really out of the books. But I feel like it yes. starts at birth. So Absolutely. 13, I have a teenager now. So that just <laughs> happened. Um, and I think I think what it is is that that I can kind of apply some of those things, especially to the moms that even if they have older kids, even but are new to homeschooling. That yes. like I've walked the steps a little bit more um, in that. But then helping my own homeschool, I think that yeah, it just gives you like new ideas, like yes. things that people are doing, or like um, clubs that they might be a part of, or co-ops that they do things differently. Just all sorts of stuff. Like, it's amazing the conversations that I've I've come up into that. I didn't even, I was like, you know, I haven't even thought about that, you know, yes. like as a thing. <laughs> so it really, um, you know, broadens like what's available as homeschooling families yes. that you can, and then I can serve people better that way too, because then I can be like, hey, I didn't know this. And it might not be something even that I want for maybe my kids, like, yes. you know, if it's robotics, I, know I was talking to somebody about that today. I don't know if any of my kids would care in that, but I think somebody's would. Absolutely. And so that makes it really fun. Super cool. Okay. Yeah. So do you have any, I don't know, a goal or vision? for for your region and how you would like to serve all the people in your region? I think like my personal goal that ties to NCHE is that, you know, one of the things we say is doing it with confidence and joy. Yes. And that is what really connected me to NCHE. Okay. And so I feel like if I succeed in my region, I want to know that I've helped families to do just that. Yes. I want them to be happy and enjoying what this process is. I just, I see a lot of downtrodden families, even like yeah. that are coming into it new. And I just remember how excited I was when I started with yes. my little ones and just how I was like, this is going to be great. <laughs> and, and, and 
I think out of this this whole pandemic thing, I don't like to use the word, but I think there's just been a lot of heaviness with it. Yes. And so, like, that's how I want it. If there's nothing else I get across, I'm like, let's have some fun with this, people. Yes, we need absolutely. the fun back in this. People are losing that, I think, in general. Yes. Um, and then the confidence thing, like, you know, again, uh, I today was talking with some families that are struggling with uh, chronic illness, and, and that's something that my testimony can, like, kind of relate to. I've walked some really hard steps in that. And just to give them confidence that, you know, they're making good choices, even yes. if it doesn't seem like it's the popular choice yes. or the approved choice by people around them, but they're making a choice for their family. Absolutely. And so that's something that I think, you know, is a goal, like, overall, is that I want parents to know that, that we are the best for our kids. Yes. And I think that that's something that NCHA stands for, too, you know, that, that, you know, that we're, you know, for the parents. And so in that, we're homeschooling our kids. And yes. hopefully that means that, you know, you should be confident in that you're doing the best you can. Yeah. I love that. So your, re your vision for Region 6 is that parents have joy and that they have the confidence to homeschool and just enjoy this this time with their kids and being little. So would you say that you have just one final practical step or advice to give parents to do just that? I think just getting up in the morning and saying, what new thing are we gonna do today? Okay. Because when you're teaching your kids, you're learning every day. That's Absolutely. the point, right? And so it's if you can have that in yourself, yeah then your kids are going to catch on to that. Absolutely. It's contagious. It's, it's like great. you ever go into a place when people all smile. Yes, and, <laughs> Like, you smile too, right? I'll, I'll talk to everybody. You, know, you smile. Like, you can't help it. Like, you can't walk down the street and not smile when you see somebody else smile, and unless you were having, like, the most tremendously hard yeah. day. But you just can't. So I think that's the same thing for kids. Like, yes. just kids are contagious that way. And if the parents can do that, if you can get up and just hey, we're going to do this today, whatever. It might be math, it might be whatever. <laughs> but you just, you're excited about yes. it. Then they're going to be excited about it. And it that. makes all kind of learning fun. <laughs> and it goes back to that joy thing. Yep. That if you start with a smile, even if you're not feeling it, it does. It sparks it, some joy. It, and when you have that joy and your kids have joy, you feel confident. and You're going to have a good day. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, thanks for talking with me. It was Absolutely. great. That was good. That was awesome. Joy is contagious. That's right. Right. And hopefully we can pass it on to our kids. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I think one of the things we've talked about that this is such a great job raising kids and homeschooling, but it's also such a difficult job mm -hmm. that um, we don't enjoy it. I mean, we mm -hmm. just get slogging through right. Tuck, stuck the, in the, ruts the of... irritations or the details. And it's almost like later or hopefully not too late we realize Oh, that was fun or could have been. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that was a great word just to say, um, enjoy it and mm -hmm. don't let all the little things bog you down, you know? Absolutely. So let's go to the homeschool tip of the week. And today we're going to talk to parents who have adult kids. So uh, I know a bunch of people um, who just sent their kids off to school, mm -hmm. to college for the yeah, first time. Me too. You have all adult kids, right? All adult They're kids. They're all graduated. Yeah. All graduated. And Nathaniel just is in the military yeah so and left yeah. somewhat recently yeah in the yeah i have two in college and uh one married <clears throat> and so i have done some uh of this where they they left the house and you're still relating mm -hmm. to them and so i want to share a few tips that came from an article that we put in the graduate uh, edition of the greenhouse on parenting adult kids um 
And they are four things. Pray for them, be available to them, treat them with respect, and point them to Jesus. Now, mm -hmm. one thing you're going to see right, right away that is those are not just for adult kids. These are going to work for all your kids. Right. But you're going to see how they especially apply and how mm -hmm. uh, they're important for adult kids. Um, I love relating to my older children. Mm -hmm. And I love all of parenting. But there are two parts of parenting, two ages that I love. Oh. One is the little baby time, right yeah. up until one-ish. Yes. Very cute. Hold the baby. Um, and adult kids that you can talk to. I like all the ones between. Mm -hmm. But those are like those really are fun. Yeah. Really fun uh, uh, times. Mm -hmm. So let's look at all uh, all four of these. First is pray for them. Um you know, I've come to believe that parents have a very special position of authority in mm -hmm. prayer. That you, because you've been given responsibility mm -hmm. in their lives. And so, of course, we're going to say, pray for your kids. And, but I really want to challenge us. Are we just saying that, oh, I'm praying for the kids? Or are we really praying for them mm. every day for real? Mm -hmm. Believing that God is listening and that because of our prayers, he's at work in their lives. Now, some of our um, children who are older, we may feel like we don't have a great relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Maybe we feel like they're not listening to us. But here's what's great. You can still pray for them. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter if they're listening to you. God can be working in their life because he's listening to you. Mm -hmm. And you are talking to him about the things that you would like for him to be doing, the blessings that uh, you want God to give them. <clears throat> so um, that's a real thing and, and do it. Pray for your kids every day and, and don't just gloss over that yeah. because it's, you know, the cliche of the thing that yeah. we do. Number two is be available to, to them. Um, I can't always do it, but I have to say that my general um, practice is that if my kids call me, I answer the phone. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes I'm in ring. a meeting. Yeah, you heard yeah. my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's loud. I'm serious. Yeah, if yeah. your son calls, if um, I just answer it. It, right. it doesn't matter when. It it doesn't matter what I'm doing, unless I'm in really in the middle of. I guess if they called right now, but um, and sometimes my older kids who are at home will walk in to my office mm -hmm. while I'm working, mm -hmm. and I just I just stop because. Uh, for them to know that I'm available to them. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to close off. I don't want them to seek other people um, over the opportunity for us to have a conversation. So I try to always be available to them. Um, just last night, I was totally exhausted. I was getting into the bed late and I started getting texts from my 22 year old asking me like Bible questions, theology questions. I'm uh, like, oh, I can't even think. think. So I'm, I'm trying to type them back and and, and then he says, look, let's just FaceTime so you can explain this to me. I'm like, oh, boy. So, But it was so fun. That I woke up. Awesome. Uh, we got on FaceTime. And, and both of my boys are always calling me, always having questions and conversations. And they're just they're that so valuable. That is so cool. Well, and even what you just said about when you they walk in your office, that you're, you 
recognize them as valuable. Yeah. That you're dropping what you're doing. That's right. Spend. That's really important. And you communicate to them how important they are to you. Mm-hmm. And that they're more important than the other things yes. that are going on. That's so good. So if you have adult children that you're trying to relate to, first, pray for them. Second, be available to them. Let them, let them know that you're available. Three, treat them with respect. Um, this is not something that just older kids need. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our children need to be treated with respect. That's some, sometimes, um, sometimes parents struggle with this. Right. But if you have older kids, give them space to make their own decisions and allow them to make mistakes, mm-hmm. allow them to work out their relationship with God. You can't manage them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just give them that space. That's very important. And the last one is, is point them to Jesus. Um, one of my kids, one of my boys got stuck in a relationship with a girl mm-hmm. and I saw him nose diving like he was not doing well. And of course I was praying for him. Um, he really needed help, you know, mm-hmm. and he called me and we talked through it and I was able to encourage him to turn to the Lord and surrender it to him and, and let go of the situation if he needed to. And so that was just a specific situation in which he needed me to point him to the Lord. Right. That was how he was able to get out of what was uh, maybe not the most healthy thing for him. And so um, I want to keep asking my kids, how can I pray for you? Uh, yeah. Even praying for them. What's God teaching you? How How's your walk with the Lord going? Having mm-hmm. the spiritual conversations that sometimes we're like, uh, I don't know if I want to ask those questions. I don't, I don't know if they're going to like that. But that's you encouraging them and pointing them to Christ, um, which is what God's called you to do. And maybe they don't always like it, but that's still uh, something that, that he's calling us to do. So pray for them, be available to them, treat them with respect, and point them to Jesus. I hope these will all be uh, very encouraging as we relate to our they adult are. kids. They're encouraging you mm-hmm. for me. So thank you it's for great. sharing that. Um, I want to tell you and remind you, last week we talked about something super important. That's right. Our new membership program mm-hmm. has just rolled out, and it includes online homeschool mentoring. And we have a message from Briggs Greenwood, who's our member relations representative, inviting you to join the NCHE family and take advantage of the very best information, our resources, mentoring opportunities, and discounts that you get with our new membership. So let's see what Briggs has to say. Yeah. Um, Hi, North Carolina um, homeschoolers. My name is Briggs Greenwood, and I am part of the board of directors of um, North Carolina for Home Education. And one of my favorite honors and responsibilities is maintaining our relationship with our members. And today, I want to tell you about something really exciting and new. For the first time in a long time, we have a brand new membership program that we are excited to introduce to you. It has two different tiers. Um, one at the $35 level and one at the $75 level. And both of those levels have some exciting new um, benefits. One that we're extremely excited about is our new online mentoring program. We have vetted um, several um, moms and dads who are experienced homeschoolers who really, really know um, the very best information and have the best advice and, and a lot of wisdom to share with you and that um, comes along with both of those tiers of membership so we would love to have you take advantage of that. Um, We have also collected an immense um, 
an exciting list of discounts and um, and free things that we're excited to share with you. That will be a whole, a really extensive list on our new um, membership page that you can check out. And um, the very best thing about being a member to me and why it's been important to my family for the 18 years that we have belonged um, is, is just that we do feel like we belong. This is a community that is, is cultivated in relationships and in groups and, and connecting our family to other families and as a group has made, a, um, made it really easy for us to, for my family to homeschool with confidence and joy, which is really the, the, the true mission of this organization. So I invite you to join us at whatever of those levels is comfortable for your family and um, that I personally um, want to connect with you when that happens. So please feel free to contact me if you have any questions. As Briggs said, we would love for you to be a part of uh, our homeschool family. If you go to nche.com uh, forward slash join, you will be able to find out all the things she was talking about, all the benefits um, and the different levels that you can be a part. So uh, go check that out. We are really glad that you joined us today. And we'd love for you to share this with your friends and family if it is something uh, that you think would be helpful to them. We'd love to hear from you. Also, you can uh, give us feedback at the homeschool show at nche.com. And maybe you can send us some questions. Uh, maybe you can give yeah, us some, some suggestions, uh, topics that you would like for us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you and be able to incorporate those into the show. <clears throat> you can also really help us out by going to YouTube and liking our show and our playlist and subscribing and and making comments. Of course, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your um, podcast and leave a review and rate that. And that's going to also help us to be findable to other people as well. <laughs> so until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy. <laughs>